Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. What are you doing, dude? I am chilling. You are chilling. It sounds like you've chilled already. You sound happy and well <laughs> relaxed. Yeah, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm grateful to be home. Good. So. What, what were you doing? I had to go uh, shopping with the girls. Oh, okay. So as payment for me going shopping, they took me to Sizzler. Oh, there you go. Yep. And then we went clothes shopping. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that's a, that's a setup for any guy when he's got to go clothes shopping with his wife and daughters. For payback? <laughs> no, he's just a no-win situation when they say do i look good in this or does this look good i mean oh. it, it, if you, you can't really i mean how do you answer those questions without losing right so but we made it through i survived and i learned everything i needed to learn about bras and everything else that <laughs> that uh, you know i wasn't aware of so i got edge scolded when I didn't know what was what, <laughs> but, but we all survived. Okay, good deal. Yeah. Did you buy some clothes too, sir? No, they don't have my size in the women's section. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did try on a few dresses, but you know my legs weren't shaved. And yeah, I you did, learned I so did. much about bras. Like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to give those moves a, <laughs> a place to, to hang? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have moves, do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? Okay. Yep. Yep. But I call them muscles. They're <laughs> they're 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 in a constant state of relaxation. Oh, okay. Good. Good. <laughs> they're my chest muscles. That are in a constant state of relaxation. That's right. It's See not how that works. Toned. It's just that they're relaxing. Yes, they're <laughs> chilling <laughs> on a permanent basis. Pretty funny, sir. Yes. <laughs> so you had a very happy family day. Yeah. Yeah, Good. it was. I got to sleep in and, uh, you know, somewhat, but then it was obvious when they wanted me to get up because everybody was in the bedroom talking as if I wasn't in there sleeping. Including Sugar the dog? Including Sugar the dog. <laughs> it's amazing. That's their subtle way of saying it's time to get up. Yeah. I hey, mean, Daddy. we have we have the whole house, right? I mean, it's not like we're we're living in an apartment, right? So why everybody has to come in in the morning into our room and have a conversation, you know, I, I, I think is a polite way of saying, dad, it's time to get up. Yeah. So it would seem. Yes. So I got up like the good person I am. And uh, we eventually made it out the door. Nice, man. So, would, yeah. Would you eat at Sizzler? I just got steak and shrimp. What I, what I like the best. Well, I mean, I like the lobster, but this shit's too expensive right now. Oh, is it? You know, yeah, it's just, it's over my budget. So, 
I just got a, a little piece of steak and a baked potato and some shrimp. Nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> How was your service? At Sizzler? Yeah. It was fine. I mean, you know, it's not really that hard. They just bring your food from the window to your table. So, oh, but, like... well, you've, but you've complained to me about getting bad service in restaurants. Well, yeah, but it's hard to get bad service at Sizzler because you actually order at the cash register before you sit down. Mm. So you've already placed your order. The, the only thing they do is come over and get your receipt and then go up and get your order and bring it to you. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it, that's about the extent of, and then oh God, it's been so long since I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Normal restaurants. I, I, I don't really have much success at when I go, they prefer me not to go. <laughs> but Sizzler loves you. But Sizzler loves me. So. Cool. Had a good time. So you got to see Gowan today and didn't he spend the night? Yep, um, he spent the night last night, and we had a good time. And then he got up this morning and uh, played in the backyard till around noon, and had another good time, and or more of a good time. And then uh, my I, I went with Gowan and my ex-wife to um, kind of like a mini botanical gardens around here that's pretty nice, and uh, and then he had a great time there. So it was all smiles from my son today, which is all I need in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then I'll have him all day tomorrow. Oh, fun stuff. I'm actually going to go to a beach party tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Where are you doing that? Uh, you know, uh, Kim's friend, Sherry, is having a beach party at uh, Moonlight Beach in Encinitas. And she invited me to go. And so um, I'm always looking for like an event for him on Sunday because we're together for 10 hours. And so also, you know, I want to keep his life exciting. Um, but also, you know, to give him something to do for 10 hours, I usually on Sundays, that's when I drive him to the mountains or, you know, someplace right. special. So uh, I just thought, well, I'll just go to this beach party. I'll just bring Gowan to the beach party. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Kim's, uh, my sister's boyfriend's brother is actually like a virtuoso guitarist. So he's going to be there playing uh, acoustic music. And I think Sherry's bringing musical instruments. And she asked the people that she invited to bring musical instruments because I think it's going to turn into kind of like a drum circle. Wow. Yeah, because Sherry's um, studying to be uh, a shaman and, and she has this whole background in spirituality and yoga and meditation and all that stuff. Um, so lots of drumming circles that she's been to. <laughs> or thrown. I've actually never been to a drumming circle. Have you been to a drumming circle? Um, not sober. <laughs> I haven't been either way. Um, so, but I, I've always wanted to. Yeah, I've been the. I think probably the the closest I've been to was when we'd go to the storage units with the bands oh, that right. were rehearsing. Yeah, and and um, get completely lopsided. So, um, yeah, that's that's the closest I probably got to the drumming circle. But it sure felt like a drumming circle. <laughs> <laughs> it was all around me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember that place. That was a cool place. Yeah. God, do you realize how many years ago that was? How many? Like 40? Oh, over 20. Over 20? Yeah. Over 20. They, they had that place lit really well, too. Like it was yeah. a concert venue, right? Yeah. Well, that was like over, it was more like five, I think probably 25 years ago. Wow. At least. Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but just for the audience's sake, um, Mitch knew a, a rock band and rather than renting an apartment or um, a house or whatever, they rented storage units and uh, they illegally built them out. So you, you from the outside, it looked like a storage unit and then you walked inside and it was like this rave club <laughs> <laughs> where they lived and played music. Um, but it was pretty shocking. Like you would have no idea that, that that place was inside the storage unit, but they, they made it into a total rock and roll house. And um, it was cool. I remember being like pretty stunned by it when it, when, when you took me there. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. He put a jacuzzi in there too, didn't he? I don't remember a jacuzzi, but it could just be fuzzing stuff together. Well, and so I had a house that had a jacuzzi inside of it. Yeah. Are you mixing that. that up? Yeah. I remember that. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It'd be cool if you could like put all of the different like houses together. It's like every house had a, di had a different experience, but none of them have like all of the experience. So you could go back and like combine them all. Yeah, you know, like it, like 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 you want your hammock and your foosball table and your reggae music piping through, and then you could have the the jacuzzi and <laughs> you know. build a, a new house from like all the best from the other houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. All right, so how what would your house be, dude? Uh, whatever my wife said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Short to the point. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. You've had so many busy weekends. It sounds it sounds great that you're just sort of chilling this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did go do that, but but uh, you know, we did go clothes shopping, whatever. But honestly, I really didn't do anything. I just stood around, so it wasn't. It wasn't difficult. I, I just went for the food and um, they did all the work and I just stood around and joked with the lady in charge of the dressing room. And uh, that was it. You know, I didn't I didn't do anything. I just went for the food. <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah. Saturday, just chilled. Went and got your favorite food. All yep. Good. All good, sir. Yep. God likes a grateful heart, man. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. One step at a time. I thought of a uh of a cool like thing. I don't know how to do it though, like to post or whatever. But it but it would be cool to like I saw a sign that said um caution bumps ahead, you know? Mm -hmm. Like a road sign. So take a picture of a road with that sign. And then, like above, like you know, one of those green signs that are on the free freeway, put yeah, it in yeah. the background and on that green sign, put, you know, how it's, you know, have it be say like the road of life, 
Oh, okay, that's cool. That could be yeah. Here. Yep. So I I thought of that. That's it. That was the extent. Nice. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, but so if anybody out there wants to make that, um, however you would make that, whatever you would call it, I guess you'd call it a meme or something like that. You take a construction working sign that says "bumps ahead." And then in the background behind it, you have a photo of the road with a green street sign that says the road of life. Pretty heavy, man. Yeah, that was my project for you. You could probably whip one of those out with some of your new software. I have no idea. Really? No. Do, Do you still, I mean, do you have your photography equipment still? No, Chad. Some of, some of it that I still had, Chad Chad took, but I don't know that he even still has it. But, you know, I just hadn't done anything with that stuff in so many years. And, you know, after a while, you're just hanging on to stuff for really no reason. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, and it's completely outdated and useless, really. I mean, with all the technology, I mean, you could do it for fun. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could have a dark room and if you could still find film, I don't even know if you can buy, you know, film and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But if you could, you could still have a dark room and and mess around with it. But it would just be for fun Mm -hmm. because the way things are now, you just take a picture with your phone and you can make movies with your phone and videos with your phones and you know, it's just all right there. It doesn't take but a second. Yeah. So it kind of faded out, which is sad because that was like a classical art. You know, I don't really think, honestly, I don't really think photography is an art anymore. And there's probably people are going to be mad about that. But the reality is it's not right. Everybody's got a phone and it has all these special things. Yeah. So where's the art? I mean, that's like a computer redrawing a van gogh and saying oh that's art well it's not it's a computer program yeah you know art is something that you create from the raw yeah and you know when you use an electronic device with filters and you know all the things that are available on it that's not art that's just computer enhancement right you know but back when we were kids and, and like you had to take photos, you, you know, or even our filming, right. Our, our movies and stuff that we made, you, you didn't know what you were going to get. And there was no enhancement. Mm-hmm. You shot what you shot and you got what you got. You could do some things in the developing room. Once you had the negative, you could adjust the uh, exposure time to the uh, paper and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you could take a print that was a little too light and cut down on the exposure time. And then when you developed the, the actual print, it might come out right. Or, or you could add filters to the um, enlargement machine that you were enlarging the photo with and, and get some different effects, but you had to manually create all that. Right. And there was no preview. Yeah. So, but now it's like, oh, I've got 500 filters on here. Let me just, you know, flip through this, you know, and it's not, I, 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 at least in my mind, it's not very challenging. 
Yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not creative. So. I agree. I actually feel the same way about movies. Yeah. It's the same thing. That entire craft has been utterly demystified and exposed and we've had our digital revolution and um, anybody can direct, man. I mean, I, I see like, uh, like, people you know people still shoot weddings and uh, shoot and edit weddings and i've seen like little trailers on wedding pages like wedding videographer pages that you know just think of whatever great director's name and just in, just fill that in the blank because like there's a wedding video that's better than that now yeah. <laughs> you know well yeah because you can do over you can adjust you can tweak you can do all these things electronically yeah that you couldn't do back in the 80s yeah you know i, I or 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 the 90s i'm not sure when it's gotten i don't know when you know maybe probably like what 2005 probably something like that but yeah well it, it, it kind of it's I mean, not it art started when everybody was able to afford a home video camera yeah and then it took a quantum leap forward with the smartphones yeah. particularly the iphone which has always had great camera stuff and editing stuff yeah but you don't want to take away the credit for what the people do because people do do great stuff i just don't call it art right? yeah i can i mean I actually i could come around on you and argue that it is art um but well, it's, but it, it's an argument you know yeah. it's, it's not like a given yeah it's 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 a different kind of art it's just like Nowadays, they say rock music and you listen to that and you go, that's not rock music because it's all electronic. Right. There's no drummer. It's right. some it's some machine doing the drumming. Right. It's it's whatever. It's stuff like that. Yeah. So but it's like Van Gogh painted with paints. Now there's computers that can take a picture and paint with the paints and make it look just like whatever it was yeah and it's and it's like well that wasn't done from somebody's mind and their hand right so that's my argument on that but but uh, you could say yeah but nobody was going to use the filters in the way that that person did so it's still like a unique piece of digital art yeah i mean yeah, I, I could I argue that digital. but i but generally speaking i think Basically, the digital revolution um, just revealed that everybody's an artist. And yeah, in their own so, way. Yeah, so that that took away some of the like specialness of that as well. And I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I I do not regard film as being an art anymore at all. And and not just for the reasons we were just we were discussing. Um, there's other issues, but I. You know, that was, we used to talk about that in film school and um, basically the film professors and everybody in film school wanted credit for cinema being another form of art. Like people think of like painting and sculpture and like poetry and like that's art, but would you ever say, and movies. And when, when I was in film school, there was very much a push for cinema as art. And, and that, yes, it is an art form that's the same, you know, just as good as a painting or a sculpture. Um, 
So back then when I was all involved in it, before I eliminated my ego and identity in favor of the infinite, um, (laughs) (laughs) back then I I, I regarded it as an art form, but not with what's happened. There have just been too many developments, including the things that we just mentioned. Um, And I just, I feel like it, I don't think a movie is as powerful as a sculpture ever. It never will be. No, and I think you're right because it's like certain paintings and sculptures and even photos leave something open to the imagination. Yeah. Right? Where it's it, it requires interpretation and it requires interpretation based on your individual life experiences right right and and we all are going to interpret a painting or a sculpture or something based on our life experiences so no two people ever see it the same way Mm -hmm. because you know unless you experienced life you know identically which is almost impossible it's gonna look different to you yeah, but a film has a middle, well, has a beginning, middle, and an end that tells you how it was interpreted. Now, you may not agree with that. You might say, "Oh, I would have done that right there," you know. So right. you can critique it. Yeah, but it's not, you know, even if like someone does a painting or a sculpture and they name the sculpture, then. Yeah, they give you their in slight interpretation of it. Like they might say, whatever, man on a boat yeah. or something, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, that is a man on a boat, but I see an ocean, I see dolphins, I see I see a man struggling, I see a lonely man, I see, a, you know, every depending on your life's interpretation, I see a happy man, Yeah, I see a grateful man. I see a sad man. You know, I mean, you can interpret that man mm-hmm. on the boat, however your life is currently going or, or, or whatever, right? Oh, I see a man escaping his wife. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, you know, I see a man. He's making fishing. a beeline for the sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, or I see a man fishing for dinner for his family. Yeah. Right. I see a man trying to support his family or I see a man so sad and lonely that, the you know, he's out fishing because, you know, none of his kids will talk to him because of whatever he did in his life. And so that's all he has left or, you know, the list goes on and on. So, right. It's, it's that is what makes, at least in my opinion, the, the difference between, art sculptures paintings and a movie yeah well i mean also doesn't it like if i say sculpture that feels like real art because it's the artist and and his clay and yeah but but nowadays you can friggin with these 3d printers they can make anything oh yeah but they, it all sucks well i'm sure they'll get to the point where they can but i just i I just mean like or painting a picture once again it's like art artists directly to canvas so that feels like more of an art 
than like movie you know what right. i mean um or even photography although i will say this about a movie like the people acting in the movie can be awesome right if if you can watch somebody in a movie and that actor is able to convince you of that character right or or their performance is able to bring emotion out of you right then then i mean is that an art form i do think that well i don't know um i don't know if i i i guess so yeah i mean it's so rare when you see a good actor (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah it's amazing actually yeah i mean there are some some good you know acting or you know times when people you know really convince you of a character and you get sucked in and and you're like oh my god i didn't want that guy to die you yeah know, or, or or whatever and and you know you've bonded with that character so i think that could be considered art but the 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 film i don't know but i i, I think the acting can I I do think that there have been some films in, in the history of cinema that approach art and might even be considered to be art. Um, but yeah, I think it's like sort of a step back from pure art forms. Well, although it has its strengths, like you just mentioned, you know? Yeah, I think acting is an art. You do think acting is an art? I think acting is an art. Mm-hmm. Whether you record it on film or you do it on a stage, that's just the canvas. Yeah. Right. But I think that um, acting is an art because a good actor are going is going to convince people, even though, you know, like I'm just going to go to like one of my favorites, like Johnny Depp. He's a pirate. no he's not he's an audio animatronic on that ride at disneyland (laughs) right he's a he's a pirate that guy's a robot (laughs) but you know i mean he he's convinced me in my mind that he is a pirate right i i've i've fully bought into him as that pirate and stuff you know and and that's where i'm saying so I believe him to be a good actor as a pirate. I can't really know if he can convince me of something else in another movie, but I can tell you this, that, that he will always be a pirate. <laughs> so did you see that three stooges movie that came out a few years ago? Uh-uh. It was uh who is it? The Farrelly brothers. Do you remember those guys? Oh uh, yeah. They had like a whole string of, comedy hits I'm trying to think of what their big ones were i think the big one was there's something about mary yeah that was a good movie kind of um but they they made a a, a feature length three stages movie i think i heard about it but i never saw it because i was like god that's no way that's gonna be good um well they said you know we just decided to try and find guys who could do the three stages exactly correctly and let me tell you, man, cinema is art. Those Three Stooges did a wonderful job. <laughs> did they? 
No, it was actually only so-so. But it was sort of, um, this gets debated in film school too. Like uh, they were really going out of their way to be exactly like Larry Moe and Curly. And um, so- You mean like them from their movies or like them in real life? Oh no, it's a movie. It's it's not like a, a biographical. Oh, oh, okay, okay. It's it's just a Three Stooges adventure, you know. And oh, okay. um, so this this gets like this turns into someone arguing in film school that they're just aping uh, the performer that they're that they're imitating, and then that turns into this argument where it's the people who've done biographical films who don't exactly play it exactly like the real person that somehow like reveal more of a truth about that character because they're coming at it like from an angle in a way as opposed to like just direct imitation yeah um but those three stooges did a fine job i'm just trying to make it funny that i said three stooges actually I'm sorry. This has been a long-winded fail at poor uh, at horror. <laughs> yes, it turned into horror. Trying to we won't. We won't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Like, don't let this get played on a podcast or something. Like, yeah, um, just nobody tell anyone. So, it's <laughs> hard, man. Hey, well, that uh, actually does. Speaking of telling anyone, so I got some new numbers for the uh listeners outside of um, the united states okay actually just to refresh the audience's memories um because i was kind of amazed too what what's the full list of other countries where they're listening to us oh my god um because it's a bunch of them yeah let me see if i can pull that up let's see here um will it tell me um let's see i'm gonna have to go remote dude okay all right so we're going mobile i can't be responsible for the noise in the background so be careful you'll make a whole movie pressing a couple of buttons on that phone (laughs) (laughs) all right we're going going mobile let's see okay so here we go here's the list of all the countries let's see so we got india the united kingdom and france all tied now for the lead outside the united states wow so so those three countries are 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 tied for first then germany's coming in second and then after that we got all the rest are tied, you know, on the list. Uh, Canada, Mexico, United Arab Emirates, Australia, Russia. So Russia's on the list. I just uh, wish, you know, Putin would leave us a message of some sort. <laughs> be, well, we know. Him, so, you know. Yeah, we know that's what he's doing. He's listening to two men with a mic. <laughs> uh, Ireland. South Africa, Romania, Brazil, Spain, Lebanon, Tanzania, Egypt, 
and New Zealand. What about Candyland? Candyland has not made the list yet. So oh my God, they're ignoring us in Candyland. Yeah, very disappointed with Candyland. I mean, come on, even even <laughs> Russia's listening to us. Surely <laughs> Candyland can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so cool though. So we're we're all over the globe, dude. Yeah. And don't forget to share us, right? So if you know somebody from a country that I didn't list, make sure you know share the podcast with them. And if you are one of those countries and you want to reach out to us and leave us a message or, you know, whatever, you can go to twomenwithamike.com. That's the number two, menwithamike.com. And then go to the About section. And then at the bottom of the About section are links to our taco fund, to our messages, to, well, it's not a link to our email, but our email address, which is twomenwithamike at gmail.com and a couple other things. So along with all of our episodes, but in the about section is where you can click on the link to give us a voice message and it'll take you to Spotify. And I've heard some feedback from some folks saying, Oh, Spotify asks us for certain things. It's minimal and they don't do anything with it. It's just for this whole geographic type stuff. But it, you know, you basically leave a uh, voice message and up to 30 seconds, and then we can play it on the air. Otherwise, uh, you know, send us an email or, or something, but we'd love to hear from, from everyone. And if you want to get involved with the uh, taco fund and leave us some uh, donations for the show, that would be awesome too, but not necessary. And, you know, we'll just continue to blast away on our podcast. All right. Sounds good. Just remember, if you share the links, start hitting up Candyland. <laughs> we need you to canvas Candyland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How many different cities do you think are in Candyland? I don't know. Actually, I, I don't really remember, except we talked about that on the one show. Because I, I cheated at Candyland when I played with my dad. <laughs> That's probably why they're not in, in, they're not uh, listening to the show. Yeah, yeah, they're all pissed off at you because you cheated. <laughs> How dare you? Poor Candyland. Poor Candyland. They have ethics and morals there, dude. They don't want to deal with criminals like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we're probably banned there because of everything we did in our past. So we're uh, probably we're we're, we're probably um, banned in Candyland. Yeah. But if you can find, maybe they could find us on the black market on Candyland. Yeah, there must be like the dark web. Yeah, there has to be like where all the cavities and stuff live. <laughs> like in, down a down a oh, no, they, they keep those under wraps dude oh yeah yeah candyland yeah. has gone to like uh, to no end is that <laughs> what's the expression <laughs> candyland's done everything to cover their tracks on the cavities dude yeah i'm sure they have so they probably say no one ever gets cavities in candyland that's right what cavity yeah those don't exist those, <laughs> those aren't real those, that would be like saying there's aliens. Dude, I was driving down the street and somebody already had Halloween stuff up. 
Really? Yeah, speaking of candy and rotting your teeth and stuff. Wow. I was pretty surprised because it, it was like an elaborate display. Oh, yeah. So I wow. guess everybody's ready for Halloween, man. When's Halloween? Well, we're about to be done with August. So September, it's that's two months away. October 31st. Maybe they're just screwed up on their calendar. <laughs> no, no, that's from the 2020 calendar. <laughs> this is supposed to go up for six more weeks. <laughs> well, that's like that's like two months ahead of time. Yeah, I know. But people are pretty devoted to Halloween, dude. Yeah. Especially guys, at Candyland. You guys don't do Halloween, though, do you? Nah. Yeah. I mean, we give away candy. Damn but... pagan holiday. <laughs> no, we give away candy and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we're not into Halloween so much because Amber's a diabetic. And, you know, it's just like sugar can kill her. And it's just not fun for her. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of like snorting gasoline for her uh so i mean she could have some candy but it you know just not her thing and so we used to she'd go out and go trick-or-treating and then we'd turn around and take her candy and give it back out <laughs> oh okay there you go <laughs> but she's, didn't even she's have too to old for that now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that that's that's we're just not really into it this year, I'm supposed to find a Halloween costume for my son. Oh, really? Last year, his mom did. So she told uh, me I have to find one this year. Well, you have like a month. Or we could take some suggestions. So Gallon's yeah. four years old. So we need a Halloween costume for a four-year-old boy. So if anybody wants to call in and uh, leave us some uh, messages... Or send us some emails on what Gowan should be for Halloween. We could take some suggestions. Nah, I'm just gonna do Superman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. No, yeah, let's hear some suggestions. I actually kind of blanked on it. Although I I was kind of, I was sort of leaning towards Superman, but then I was thinking, why? And then I was like, I'm gonna dress him as the Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way to get your kid picked on (laughs) maybe they'll just give him money instead of candy maybe there you go (laughs) dress your kid up as buddha and say i only accept money because i'm the buddha yeah (laughs) i also thought of dressing him up as jesus Put a, little, put a little beard on him you're gonna put him on a cross and carry him around (laughs) yeah After that, it's all A's for him, man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that would be funny for him to have a little fake beard. When I lived in Wrightwood, (laughs) my friend Jimmy got like the biggest pumpkin he could find and like carved it out and cut a hole in the bottom and then wore it on his head. Really? He wore the whole pumpkin on his head? Yeah, he wore the whole pumpkin on his head. Wasn't it kind of slimy in there? No, it was it was kind of big, but after a while, it was really heavy. I guess it was kind of hard. Oh it was a good idea, but it was a hard, you know. And then it was all hilly, right? So we're walking up and down hills and shit. So, yeah, it it didn't. I don't know what. I think he ended up just throwing it to the side, like on the way home, because 
It was so big and heavy. He was all like, I can't walk back uphill with Dude, this was thing. His hair like blue though. I don't know. From the from the because it's pumpkins are sticky, right? Well, you clean it out. He cleaned it out. Oh, like, he? yeah. Oh, okay. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he completely cleaned it out and I'm carved it in a pumpkin swap in his hair. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember. My son loves pumpkins. He always has. And I, we were in one house for about three years with him. First three years of his life, and. Um, the neighbors would always put pumpkins out, and and then he would go roll their pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> One time we went over there just to, we had to talk to them about something, and and we just had Gallon with us, and then like in front of them, he started rolling the pumpkins off their patio, like. You <laughs> know, like this doesn't go here, people. <laughs> and his favorite scene in in Charlie Brown Halloween is um like the pumpkin thing which I think it begins with they're like the they great pumpkin Charlie Brown and they're going to like carve it right he was always like fascinated with that so i don't know he's he's into pumpkins dude maybe i should dress him as a pumpkin for halloween oh yeah that's a possibility <laughs> last year his mom dressed him as pikachu oh <laughs> but so I was thinking, well, we gotta do something a little more manly this year. <laughs> so going with the pumpkin. <laughs> balance it out on the gender spectrum. <laughs> put him in put him in a death costume. There you go. That's a guy. That's a manly thing. Yeah, we'll dress him up as the Reaper, dude. Yeah. There we go. That'll we scar him for a Halloween show. You could come down and we'll get Tony and the Reaper. And and my son can dress like the Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> then, then we can try those peppers and see if we die. Are you gonna try one? I don't know. I I, I would I would need a bottle of Tums, maybe five or six of them beforehand. Right. Like a good, probably what fifteen minutes beforehand. I'd take like a hundred Tums, and then I could maybe do it. And then I'd have to take some like anti-diarrhea medicine. Didn't you tell me when you, you you overheard your neighbors doing this though that they were like puking everywhere? Yeah, they were puking right next door in the backyard. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it seems like you would want to. You'd have to have some food in you or something. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think trying one of those on an empty stomach would be a good idea. No, I wouldn't think so. We we are we've reconnected with our dear friend Tony, the punk rocker who we've told stories about, and Tony is uh, growing the world's not one of the world's hottest peppers. It's literally the hottest pepper, and they call it the Reaper. So <laughs> he's got all these Reaper peppers growing in his backyard, and our dream is to have him on the show and he can eat one of the reaper pep peppers on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're discussing the, the uh, how safe that would be for Mitch. <laughs> Cuz I've only got as high as high as like eating the Dell Inferno sauce. <laughs> I think the reaper's yeah. like a cut above that. A uh, slightly. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't it's 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 probably something I'd want to do, 
but what would I eat it on? Because I, I don't want to just, I mean, I don't want to like just eat a pepper, right? It's got to be like with something. Like on a nacho. We put it on See, a corn chip. It seems like it belongs there. <laughs> 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 See, it with some chips, dude. Yeah, that's about, yeah, like some nachos, right? Yeah. We can have a nacho party and then we can put a reaper on it. <laughs> I'd like two reapers with mine, please. <laughs> can I get an order of reapers to go? <laughs> so this has got to work out, dude. Yeah. Although I don't think I really want to have my son dress as like death for a <laughs> It is, you know, I, I actually, I've heard all the religious arguments about it and they make a point and the actual origins of Halloween is like not good news. Um, no. Yeah, it's, it's got like, a, well, it's got like, like devil worship at the, at, at the heart of it. Um, so, I mean, we just goof it up and, and have this surface layer, but um Somewhere somebody isn't. Yeah. And uh, so I do understand actually the argument against Halloween. And I, I kind of wondered about it. Like, I wondered about even, should I even be showing television? Well, yeah. So one of the ways that a lot of Christian organizations deal with Halloween is they call it trunk or treat. And they'll have, they'll let kids dress up and they go to the parking lots and they have, they make it a, a little carnival mm -hmm. type of thing where they have beanbag tosses and stuff like that. But it's like not really any witch type stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the kids get to go around. People have their cars parked with their trunks open and kids get to go around, but they're usually dressed up in costumes that are not like witches and death and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But you know, they try to make fun of it that way, taking out the whole death. And then they try and convert it, you know, more into like they'll have animals, like they'll have a manger scene and and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. so there's animals to pet and real donkeys and and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, actually, trick or treating, it still happens, but it's almost nothing compared to like when we when we were growing up oh i know man remember my mom's house my mom's neighborhood that was the neighborhood to go trick-or-treating on yeah when we were growing up man they would give like full-size candy bars not these mini one bite <laughs> baloney i mean like the full-fledged candy bar yeah they would give out in that on that neighborhood that was the killer neighborhood to go to yeah for sure definitely so. <coughs> excuse me <coughs> i'm sorry excuse me is death knocking on your door um dude all like... negative for covid that's all i gotta say yeah well he he's still knocking on your door going hey dude i'm around you talk about the reaper I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> now I am over COVID though, dude. I tested Dang. negative. That was a little over two weeks of no fun. Um, but so if I'm coughing now, it is not COVID. 
<laughs> I know that's the thing though. It's 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 like hard to sneeze in the world now. You know? Yeah, it's I like, know. Really, people we used to cough and sneeze and hack all over each other and it was no big deal. Now you like sneeze or fart in public and everybody freaks out. Yeah, they do. So it is a nasty little bug. I did not get a light dose of it at all. Like everyone was like, oh, don't worry, it'll it, it usually lasts like five days maximum and um but mine was a little over two weeks so it's a nasty bug i didn't have fun that wasn't good so but i guess i've already raged about it on the other show so i'll just drop it yeah man just stop your raging on the covid Such negative vibes. Sorry, man. He's got feelings too. <laughs> he certainly does. Created in a lab. Yeah, That's it's like Frankenstein virus, dude. Frankenstein. <laughs> he is. He's, they built him. He's a little Frankenstein virus. Oh, the poor guy. Oh but, well. Well, yeah. Frankenstein was the scientist. So Frankenstein's monster. Oh yes, Frankenstein's monster. Everyone does that. Yeah, I know, huh? The poor guy. Talk about having your your book completely misunderstood. Yeah. Is when well, they I... call the main character the, the monster, you know, when everybody's talking about the monster from Franken Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. So but it's not Frankenstein, it's Dr. Frankenstein who yeah. created the monster. Yeah. But everybody that says, oh, look, back around this since the beginning, dude. The first Hollywood thing was like a total jack around of the original source material. It, they just they just made stuff up, dude, totally. Like Frankenstein, um, I think what happens in the book, which I have not read, but I've I've been around. Amber know. read it, so I read it. Oh, did you read it? Only because Amber did, and so... I can take credit for it because I know her. Okay, so isn't it that actually, yeah. Um, but isn't it that actually he's a good-looking dude for most of the book, and then at the ending, like, he starts to rot or something, or isn't it, like he's not an ugly green, squared-faced um, Frankenstein like he is with Boris Karlov, you know, in in the Frankenstein Hollywood. Oh movie. yeah, I don't think so i think he's um it has something to do with like a lost love or something that drove him to um create that or a, a dead brother or, or something like that um but he was like completely misunderstood and mistreated so okay but I think, too, he's good looking like he's not a monster for most of the book. And then he either gets hurt or like I think the experiment starts to go south or I don't know what. And then he becomes kind of ugly, like more like rotted flesh, I believe. I'm probably getting this totally wrong. But the whole green Hollywood Frankenstein, uh -oh. it's not book at all. Not that it matters, really. I've gotten soft on that, too. But yeah. No one probably really even cares either. Does anyone care about Frankenstein anymore? Only the people in high school who have to read it. Yeah, if they're still making them read that. Yeah, well, I mean, 
as of a couple of years ago. But like, if you go to Universal Studios, it's still Frankenstein walking around there, right? I don't know. I never went there. You never went to Universal Studios? Uh uh-uh. uh You didn't go see the Jaws shark? No. <laughs> really? Why not? Um, I was dying to see that shark when I was a kid. I don't know. Um, I went once as a kid, and then when my ex-wife and I were first dating, we went, which is now... Which ex-wife? The second ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> so that means, I think the last time I was there was, um, well, like, probably 12 years ago or something. But, um, but I've been there, and, like, even though now the... Oh, sorry, I'm making the chair creak um but the shark is still like a big draw like people it's it's actually kind of overshadowed do do people even know what jaws is i guess so i mean let's i that shark's still at universal studios but i don't know there's certainly been a lot of shark movies particularly in recent years that um maybe younger kids are more aware of than Jaws. Yeah. Um, there've actually been a couple of them that were like decently reviewed in addition to like all the just totally stupid shark movies that are always coming out. Sharknado 5000. Sharknado, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I've pulled those up and just watched like the last 15 minutes of it because oh, like, yeah. where they're going to throw in like every cgi shark they've got or whatever <laughs> you can at least see that because the rest of those movies seem to be just people talking like in a room like the, it's i don't know i i can't even bring myself to watch those should we do our movie review sure okay so our movie review for this week is the new sylvester stallone movie that is now out on Amazon Prime. So it's called the uh, God. Here I go again. Why can't I remember the names of any of these? Samaritan. Movies? Samaritan. Thank the you. Samaritan, or just Samaritan, I think. Yeah, the Samaritan. So it's you know Stallone. So I saw it advertised, and I'm like, dude, this is a Stallone movie. We gotta see it. Right. And it's also a superhero movie. Yeah. Which I used to care about. <laughs> but so let, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you because when it, when it first opens up I totally thought of you. So did you like the beginning and did the beginning remind you of anything? Of Samaritan? Yeah, the very the first whatever, 3 minutes, 5 minutes. What um it just reminded me of something. That's all. I was just wondering if it reminded you. Not not the quality of it, but just in general. Did it remind you of any movies or, or anything like that? The Way of the Blue Jay? Well, I, yeah. I, I was I was all like, they stole our damn movie idea. Once again. <laughs> I tell you, man. Every time we turn around, they're in the library of Mitch and Mike. Yeah, I was all like, "What the hell? That's us!" Yeah, that—that's we did that. We just didn't have all the, all the stuff. We're like in the beginning, so you'll and <laughs> oh right, oh oh no, that was actually holding the realm. That's oh, holding the realm. That's I got our movies mixed. Oh up. yeah, 
But yeah, I don't know. I thought that pro, I, I it, that like it, uh, they used to call it rotoscoping, where they you draw over the top of people, and and now that like we were just talking about, like that looked like a cheap like there's after effects, you know, and and other like uh, media generating software, and um, and uh, I just thought that doesn't even look as good as like the average thing you have to play with on your computer, like add the comic book filter is what it looked like. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, fine, this is a movie, you can do a little better than that, can't you? Yeah. Um, so I was I was kind of miffed by it. But yeah. it, it does it does uh, uh, resemble both the way of the Blue Jay and holding the round. Yeah. For, yeah. but, but you know we were 14 years old <laughs> for the first time i want to apologize for those movies but i also want to include the fact we were just kids though when we made silly creative decisions <laughs> yeah that that we thought were like epic yeah we did yeah so it was a stallone movie and I convinced uh, the girls to watch it. Uh, it took a lot of convincing. <laughs> uh, Jen does not like Stallone. She said that she's never liked any of his movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Not even Rocky? No, I guess not. There's <laughs> a lot of violence in Rocky, you know. Yeah, they're all violent films. Yeah. So, but what did you think of it? Dude, I'll be honest, I kind of hated it. Um, I, I I was not having fun with that movie. I it was I thought it was like <laughs> it was strange. It was like sometimes there were some performances pulled out of Stallone and uh like the main bad guy and stuff, but it was like all at the wrong moment, and then the rest of the time it was just sort of like nothing. And it's like the classic sign of poor direction. Um, because you're 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 getting inconsistent inconsistent performances, um, but at 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 the same time you're you're um, delivering delivering those elements like sort of like out of order or like I don't know if that, if that makes any sense, but um, I thought the acting was very uneven in it, and and I and I, I blame the director. Um, but I also thought it felt really low budget and there wasn't enough action in it for me. And um, it just seemed like every dime of this film was just spent on Sylvester. And and that's, that's all this really is, is like, hey, give the old guy a paycheck, you know? <laughs> yeah. What, well, what, I what will did you tell think? You, well, I will tell you that Jen liked it. Oh, really? Don't tell her what I said. <laughs> no, but but I was surprised. She goes like, of all the Stallone movies, I actually like this one the best. Really? And which which surprised me because she does not like those kind of movies. Right. I mean, as soon as it started off with that whole comic book stuff, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to get mad and leave. But she stayed for it. And I, I think probably because it, you know, really centered around a young boy and his single mom and, you know, the struggles that 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 a single mom goes through trying to raise a kid and stuff like that and yeah. and all this stuff. But it for 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 me, it kind of drug it kind of got 
slow in the middle. It probably should have been about 20 minutes shorter. Yeah, I agree. And it was you already a, a, basically a, a short film. Yeah, so it kind of drugged for me, but Jen liked it. And I did like the one part. I did like, and Amber was like, how did they do that? Like, how did we not know that or anything like that? And this is kind of a spoiler alert. So, you know, spoiler alert on this. Okay. But in that scene where um, the bad guy has Stallone because Stallone's trying to protect the boy. So the bad guys take the boy. You know, of course, that's pretty, you know, boy they invented something new there right um so then you know he comes out you know to save the little boy and and all that and he's fighting the bad guy and then the bad guy has quote unquote the kryptonite that's gonna beat this guy and and you know beat the samaritan and all that and of course the bad guy in this show is taking the mantra of the bad guy from at the beginning there was a good brother and a bad brother and so this bad guy is taking the mantra of the bad brother and he wants to destroy the samaritan and and all this because samaritan um uh supposedly killed his brother and saved the world and blah 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 so, <laughs> sorry so anyway uh they're fighting, right? This kid that wants to take the uh, mantra of the of the bad guy. What I don't remember the bad guy's name, but so in the middle of their fight, Nemesis. Nemesis. Was that it? That's not even. That's like generic. That's like saying his name was Smith. I I, I thought it should have been shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of nemesis, it should have been shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah, that was kind of a lame name for a bad guy. I totally groaned at the beginning when they were like, and they're twin brothers. And I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> like two Sylvester Stallones running around. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> it's such a stale idea, too. Yeah. and But what I liked was when... Um, so the, yeah, yeah, this bad person nowadays taking the mantra of the, the the nemesis, the bad guy, and he's beating up the Samaritan, and he's all like, "This is revenge for some for a nemesis." And then the Samaritan guy goes, you know, and he's being a bad guy, and he's doing all this stuff, and and he goes to swing this, you know, hammer of Thor, which again was the hammer of Thor. Yeah. But anyway swing it to hit him and and the samaritan grabs it in midair right and stops it and he turns to him in that stallone thing he's all like what makes you think i'm the good guy yeah i love that it was like and the guy stops and he's like wait what <laughs> and he's all he's all what makes you think the good guy won he's all you're not samaritan and he's all like, no, I'm not. I'm nemesis. I'm shenanigans. Yeah, I'm shenanigans. 
And then he starts kicking his ass, and the guy's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Um, I to be honest, I predicted that, um, but it was still kind of a satisfying moment when he did that. Yeah, well, I didn't even think of that because, and, and Amber was like, "How come we didn't think of that?" And I was like, "Well, because normally Stallone does not play bad guys, right?" So it's the same thing that happened to us in that uh, other movie we reviewed, uh, Red, uh, whatever it was called, I forget what it was called, where uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson ends up being the bad guy. Oh yeah, what was that one? I don't know, but it was kind of, I, I liked that. So I did like that. I liked that technically Stallone was the bad guy. Yeah. And I, I liked that the bad guy had won. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, the way movies go, um, you know, the bad guy turned good and, and all that stuff and regretted killing his twin. But the fact that the bad guy had won and and all that made it kind of cool. So... Okay, I, I have a question that. though, because that dude that he was fighting though, um, like where did he get suddenly get all strong? I don't think he did. He could just swing the sledgehammer. He wasn't really strong. The sledgehammer was strong. He was he was acting like he was at the same level as Stallone. Like I'm a supervillain, you're a superhero. I'm a supervillain. And I was thinking. This dude, they've, he's just supposed to be like this lowly criminal guy. He doesn't have any magic powers. So yeah. yeah, he didn't. He just had the hammer that made him. When the hammer hit stuff, it was strong. It was like the, it was like he had a wand, right? The wand, oh, okay. the, the wand had power. He didn't have power. Oh, I see. So that was that was my take on it. But you know, the fact that Jen um, liked it really surprised me so i have right. to give them credit like i don't know but I, I i it must have just been because of the kid and the mom and that the bad guy turned good because that's us right? all right let's get jen on here dude <laughs> okay yeah let's get we, jen we want to we want to hear from jen okay hey dude before we move forward with this movie review we have got to just take a quick break and do the song of the episode because it is a, just an unbelievable discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, sir. All right. Well, so now we're going to do the song of the episode. Yes. And this came about magically. <laughs> I don't I honestly. The ether. Yeah. Totally just an amazing discovery this is like a hidden gem <laughs> that nobody out there would ever have imagined <laughs> and it's it's because of our conversations that just came out of nowhere right i mean who would have ever thought that us talking about frankenstein and a sylvester stallone movie would lead to this song that's right, dude. Out of the ether, supernaturally. Oh my God, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I cannot believe that we have found this song. This is improv. This is totally, this is like, you know, notify the press. Because, <laughs> I mean, there needs to be a major banner, of, of, <laughs> a huge 
Fox News and CNN need to just shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Working journalists. Yes, get out of the way. (laughs) Our deep, deep research team, our team with vast knowledge of the cyber universe (laughs) spent hours and hours researching and just tracking down from crumbs i mean (laughs) literally crumbs of investigation (laughs) to come up with this discovery i mean the smithsonian (laughs) should be ashamed at what we've uncovered I forgot what we have. <laughs> what were we talking about to begin with? Uh, Frankenstein. Oh, that's right. Frankenstein and Sylvester Stallone. To Sylvester Stallone's. Yeah. Song. Yes. I cannot believe it. <laughs> Which is called. You do it because I can't figure out how to say it. <laughs> Drinkenstein. Yes. Sylvester Stallone singing a song about Drinkenstein. Drinkenstein. In the description, it said, in what is certainly the lowest for Sylvester Stallone (laughs) (laughs) in his career. (laughs) Here he is singing Drinkenstein. Yep, and and you can guess it that part of the song is about Frankenstein, and it is sung about or by Sylvester Stallone in in a friggin' cowboy outfit. I think it's from a movie called Rhinestone. Oh, okay, because he looks awful young in the video too. But you guys have got to check that out. So. Our song of the episode is sung by Sylvester Stallone. This is the real explanation for his divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it obviously didn't kill his career. Do you remember that? Dude, do you remember that movie, though? No. Oh, I I barely do either, but it was like a long time ago, the 80s. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's like a country Western comedy where he's like a country Western singer or something in it with Dolly Parton. Oh, well, he is not a country Western singer. In what is certainly a career low. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvester Stallone sings. Yes, so check it out. We're going to post that. Um, that'll be our song of the episode so you can check out our instagram and uh facebook but you'll probably have to check it on the facebook but otherwise you can just you know youtube it yourself but yeah it's uh what is it again mike what's the what's the name so they can find it on youtube sings drinkenstein yep so google that on youtube uh like i said it'll be on our facebook you'll see it obviously if this episode is out then it's it's gonna be on the uh, Facebook page, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it is funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
some things people shouldn't do and singing country is one that Sylvester Stallone should never do. Yeah. Well, now he can say he's made a horror movie too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've shared our amazing discovery, which, you know, I just think is is still we should get a noble noble peace prize for or something. <laughs> Let's uh Let's get back to the uh, movie review and uh, let's get Jen and Amber in here and get their take on the movie. Okay, perfect. Let me go see if I can get her. <laughs> Unscripted. Hey, babe, you got to come in here for a minute. Get a bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's my I know that's what was Frankenstein is good. It's such an empowering book. I mean, the storyline, the fact that Frankenstein was actually the doctor and not necessarily the creature that was created. Because if you, when you read the book and you notice, like, he actually never got a name. He was never given a name because he was abandoned. And so he was always the creature or the monster or the other being. Come on, sugar. He was never like, he was just completely abandoned by this guy who had created him, his only family. And and then also there was like a few other, like a French family that he had come in contact with. The monster did? Yeah, the monster. Because- was he green and stuff? No, they never really described him like that. He was actually a very good person. And what triggered everything, um, the actual, when you read through the book, you find out that the actual. If you read the book. The actual monster is the doctor. For creating the other guy? And abandoning sure. him. Amber, is is the, the creature is actually a good looking guy for most of the book, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They always described him as pretty, like, nice-looking and kind-hearted and a genuine heart. It was but just... Then, then he gets disfigured at the ending, though, or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So I was... Yeah, the, I, I, that's how I thought it went. Like, we were talking about Frankenstein and how much Hollywood instantly changed it. Yeah. I, I, I was remembering that in the book, I believe he was supposed to be quite good-looking until the ending of the book, which is totally different than green you know squared i know it's it's kind of annoying because i mean i had heard of like frankenstein and i always thought of the green monster right oh he's this bad guy and then i read this book this actual like empowering book and it's like tells a completely different story like whoa the monster isn't actually the monster it's this doctor guy named victor frankenstein right anywho i really like that book (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Also, there's also another book. I don't know if you've read it. It's kind of similar with the whole like creature type thing, but it's called The Elephant Man. Oh, okay. I I am not a monster. (laughs) (laughs) That's an excellent film. It's. I didn't see the um, movie, but the book is amazing. Okay. All right. So, what what did you think of Samaritan? Oh, I loved it. I did not see him. Like, I just assumed that he was automatically the good guy, you know, the Samaritan guy. And then when he changes and we find out that he was actually the bad brother the whole time, but he was like trying to like change his life around. And actually thinking back to when he was talking about why 
the gadgets like that he creates stuff and likes to like rebuild it and like make it new he was talking about second chances and that is a foreshadowing to him getting a second chance in a new life of being good so boom i didn't even put it together till now wow wow we're just awesome dude the girls like that movie yeah so that was why we had brought Jen in here, but of course Amber came along and the dog's here. Zero flushes. Okay, really? well, Mike wants to know why you like the movie, Jen. We know why Amber does. I don't know. I it, The action was good. Um, it had a good story. I really liked it. Um, I It's funny because I, I actually typically don't really care for Sylvester Stallone. Or what about Tweety Bird? but um i love tweety bird but um oh i thought so okay but i liked him um i liked his character i liked his acting um in this movie it was really good also quick question the guy who was playing cyrus did you think that he looked a little bit like Kiefer sutherland yes i did you did yeah i was saying that Maybe that's why I thought it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't him, but it looked like they could be related. Like a like a cousin grandson. or yeah, son or I don't know, kid or something. Bastard child. Yeah. Bastard child. <laughs> that's why he was so angry and wanted to kill. That's why he's all pissed in the movie. Yeah, he didn't get to go with the Sutherlands. Did you guys not like it? Don't say anything. oh my god mike you didn't like the movie are you kidding me no we're gonna change all that (laughs) you better i know where you live i'm submitting to peer pressure now i have to (laughs) it'd be cool if they made well i don't know do you think they can make a second one with that movie i i i think that you equate good movie with porno <laughs> I think we, we is there a bad porno it's bad porno <laughs> hey I'm only 18 here oh sorry <laughs> there can be a good movie without skin come on now we're still waiting but there could be the, yeah <laughs> but we're, we, we're very open minded Mitch is on his way over. <laughs> well, there was a cool-looking chick um, who was, like, following Cyrus around. What, what about her? Like, there was that chick. Was she was a little kid, though. That's <laughs> she was... That's not what... Mike, Mike wants Catwoman. Oh. Well, there was a little boy's mom who was no, a nurse. That's not his type. She was a nurse. She saves lives. No comment. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I was just following the bantering. <laughs> run, Forrest, run! I'm one of those ones where it takes, you know, two weeks to come up with a good ad lib. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but, I mean... For Mitch says you don't normally like those films. Those so. I don't. I don't. And how long? How, how close were you to getting up and leaving when it first started? 
Well, I was like, here we go again. One of Mitch and Mike's movies. This is <laughs> going to be my exit. Well, there, there was, I really did like the beginning, how it started off with the boy telling the story. I thought that was pretty cool. I'd probably rate it um, two flushes. Wow. Well, I guess, and you said no flushes, Amber? Mm-hmm. Do you want to give your flushes, Mike, or are you too two afraid? Flushes. No. Two flushes. <laughs> <laughs> Under duress. <laughs> well, there you go, Stallone and Balboa Productions. I thought that was cool. I like how his production company is called Balboa. Oh, yeah. You know. Wait, are we recording right now? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just come into a closet normally and and talk. Now you know you got issues when your whole family can fit in the recording studio. Yeah, it gets kind of steamy in here, though. We should probably get you some ventilation. I have the air conditioning. Yeah. It's kind of small. Well, it's not normally full of three people and a dog. So I guess stop, we can't. Stop panting, sugar. I'm taking up all the oxygen. <laughs> all right. That's what we wanted to know. Thank you all for your visit to Close on a Hangar Studios. You are very welcome. Thank you. I was very happy to bow down before you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, boys. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Two Men with a Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two menwithamic.com. <laughs>